Hey, Gason, I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gason. Happy birthday to you. I love you. I hope you're having a great month. It's time for gabbing with Gason, so here playing settle down. It's best you just call him Jason when they see him around town. He might as well throw the script away. He never follows it anyway. He's trying to find the joy in every day. So listen up, cause you're gabbing with Gason now. What you've been doing, what's been happening, he's gonna ask it all. You never know where it's gonna go, but it's gonna be a bomb. So make yourself a drink or two. Jason's gonna pour some Malibu. Now he's ready to share some fun with you. So say hello, we're Gavin with Jason now. Hi! <laughs> and welcome to Gabby with Gason. I'm your host, Gason, or as my friends simply call me, Alan, the friend of Ken. <laughs> <laughs> you can share Ken's clothes, though. I can. I can share Ken's clothes. I want an Alan doll so bad now, and yeah. I don't know, but I only want it to look like Michael Sarah. Sarah. I don't want it to look like Alan back in the day. I need He's Aaron perfectly cast as Alan. Perfectly too. cast. <laughs> um, it is time to wrap up. We are we are wrapping up the end of July because it's it's my birthday. <laughs> Ta-da! And we are wrapping up my birthday month. We've been on every week. That's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot, but it is my birthday and uh, my birthday month. And um, as I have decided, along with the other council of Jasons, we uh, we believe that I should be celebrating my birth all year long. So gifts are always welcome at any time by my friendship. (laughs) 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 I'm just gonna go ahead and welcome. Our guesty bestie co-host today, <sighs> the pretentious, pretentious one, pretentious, pretentious. Is that how that works? I don't I know. Mean, it doesn't matter. Just uh, use some more pertinent uh, words. I hate that word. Um, it's the one and only guesty bestie Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hi. It's so such an honor to be here. <laughs> In the Gavin with Gason studio That's on right. air. On air, you are the first in-person guest to see oh, our wow. new our new studio. That you know is still the same room, just with some stuff hang up. Hung up. <laughs> but I feel so special getting to be here, and you know, your birthday month, along with True. the other eleven months that you've mandated us to celebrate. Well, you know, Jason. What? I'm going to say only. Um, we're going to not count December because that's Christmas. Oh, okay. And we can celebrate Christmas that month. 10 months yeah we'll give that month up <laughs> how how generous of you <laughs> i still get presents <laughs> just for a different reason 
Kyle, before I forget, we're going to do it now because I don't want to forget okay. you, but I wrote it down. Kyle, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are he, him. Thank you. And um, mine are he, him as well. I wrote it down. I'm going to get better at this. That is our goal this year, starting with Brag Month. And I have not been great at it, but we're getting there. You got this. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I have gotten lots of fun stuff for my birthday. I got some Legos. Got mm-hmm. some He-Man stuff. More Legos. Um, we finally found out what the mystery Legos were in the last episode that Peter gave me. <laughs> One is a Brickhead's Jason Voorhees. And the other is a Freddy Krueger with the uh, <laughs> first movie with the bed that ate Johnny Depp. And blood shoots out of it. And who knew that you could do that with Legos? But they did. There's no Johnny Depp in the... Legos. No, he's dead in the bed. Okay. That's his blood being shot up. Well, I know, but you don't see anyone. Well, yeah, it's because he's already dead in the bed. Like he, yeah. The bed ate him and then vomited up his blood when his mom walked in. I've never seen it. I know. I, I don't know what you I did have with. a Freddy Krueger sweater accidentally, though. Oh. Was it burnt and shriveled? Or no, just it, like was just red and, it was just red and gray striped. Oh. No, It looked like the Freddy Krueger sweater. Why? Did you wear it at work? Was no. Oh, it's like because I would have called you out for that. I'd have been like, "Wow, way to you know." Celebrate Christmas. That's me. <laughs> um, and then we went out to dinner a lot, and um, it was a busy month. And we're still celebrating because we're we're trying to go to. I had to set up three different friend messages in the Facebook to like because I don't want to do text because that drives me insane. Um, because we're going to still try to go see Clue, the play, based on the movie. Um, and we've got to figure out Little Shop of Horrors, because it's only this week. Because that's so, starting tomorrow. Yeah. It might be too hot, though. I know. i got to figure it out. I mean, I have a neck fan that lights up, because it's battery operated. It's fantastic. Yeah. I don't remember where I bought it from, but you should you should invest in one. There's one on the way. Hey, did you buy one? It's I so did. good. Um, and then uh, I really want to go to a... Um, Escape, escape room. room. Thank you. The words escaped me. But I'm <laughs> But Kyle, do you want to tell everyone what you said when I suggested going to an escape room? I said I'm not interested because I get yelled at enough at work. And that doesn't sound like a fun time to pay for that in a confined space. <laughs> Such a bitch. Also, speaking of bitches. I was like, Kyle, let me know when you're here. And you're like, I'm here, bitch. And I was like, that kind of behavior? is peter behavior i corrected it and i said i'm here birthday bitch it's still so rude such an ass <laughs> um but no you uh but yeah so and then i'll talk about what kyle and i did for my birthday here in a few minutes but in case you're interested in and in wanting to to give a gift there's no such thing as a late birthday gift i mean i will take gifts all year round uh, but if you're interested in giving gifts, you can become a Patreon supporter, number one. That's the best gift. That's the gift that keeps on giving every month, whether it's a dollar or, you know, we'd really love to find that one person that wants to give us $100 a month. I feel like we need to start a GoFundMe. Maybe this is a project for Peter and myself. Start a GoFundMe to do the $100 so mm-hmm. then we can turn this into a Amanda Pete fan club podcast. That is the worst thing I've ever heard you say on my show. And in life, don't give Peter ideas. Do you need to click your... No. No. I'm going to leave that in so everybody can see what an ass you are. Um, if, uh, But yeah, you... I, I can't. Now I'm really mad. Oh, Amanda Pete. Sorry. I wish I had a Breathe. sound. Bring up the Amazon wish list so you I, can I see. I am bringing it up. 
Okay. There's nothing Amanda Peet related on there. Um, you can also, if you want to get me a gift, go on uh, go on to um, Amazon and you can find our Amazon wish list. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Uh, oddly enough, uh, no one has purchased the Malibu Rum surfboard wall decor. You even have a spot for it in I, the studio. Sure. I mean, it's only $100. So cheap. <laughs> but there's Malibu stickers. There's new mics. Um, my favorite is the poster of Danny Pino because I was like, Kyle, we should check and see if you've got me Danny Pino's poster yet. No one has. How much is it? Fourteen twenty-five. That is a steal. That is a steal for Danny Pino's beautiful face looking down <laughs> upon you. Ugh, heaven, heaven. It can actually go right there on that one. Yeah. Wall. So then it's that. staring at your guest. Ugh, that man can stare at me all day. Um, if you know, we do need ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine cases of uh, liquid death. So you could even just send me a case yeah. of Liquid Death, which, by the way, it dropped in price. It's now eleven ninety nine. That's super cheap. That's really cheap, yeah. Um, there's Malibu stickers, new headsets, some cable management things that are super cheap. Um, all kinds of stuff. I'm not saying you have to buy me anything, but if you'd like to, there's all kinds of things on there that you could get. There's stuff that's super cheap. I mean, there's stuff that's under $10. Uh, if you want to get me some rainbow-colored um, mic covers those are fantastic i should probably put some more mic condoms on there we need those too but there's lots of stuff on here that you could purchase if you'd like to you don't have to but it's there and i want that surfboard and that poster of danny pino could you imagine somebody comes over maybe a gentleman <laughs> for a one-night experience and they see a poster of danny, danny pino, pino in my dining room <laughs> Speaking of Danny Pino, oh my God, we have breaking Danny Pino news. <sighs> that man, he is like a, a great bottle of wine. He just gets better with age. So I'm binging the good fight still. I'm on the last mm-hmm. season. I have maybe seven episodes left, six. You really should watch okay. it. I think you'd actually I saw Audra McDonald on the TV. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm just telling you, she doesn't join until season two. So hold out through season one, get to okay. season two. You'll love her. I love her. Um, Christine Baranski, I would love to meet in person. I think I would shake. I don't think I can handle yeah. meeting her in person. I just think she's amazing. But uh, Danny Pino showed up in one of the last episodes as a dick lawyer. Um, I believe his nickname on the show is Racehorse, and I was like, I bet it is. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because they, they do a bit before they do the credits. So it, I didn't get a, like a teaser or a surprise that said Danny Pino. No. It was just all of a sudden he strutted in there looking like his amazing, beautiful Danny Pino self. He's heaven on earth. And I was like, oh, what a good day. Happy birthday to me. It's my birthday. <laughs> Ta-da. Danny Pino. Oh, what a great time. I, uh, I finally finished oh, Moon Knight. Oh. <sighs> I can tell you enjoyed it. It was a struggle. I felt like every episode, which was only an hour, was three hours long. I'm sorry to my yeah. fans who like Moon Knight, but damn. I didn't finish it. It's not and good. I really like Oscar Isaac, too. So it's like a waste yeah, of Oscar do, Isaac. It really... It, 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 I thought it was going to lead into something bigger with the MCU at the end. It did not. It set itself up for a sequel, which I think they're getting is what I heard. But let's be honest. We don't need it. Yeah. It's a one-shot story. We don't need it. We don't kind of like secret invasion we don't need another let's just make it one have you caught up on that or watched no. it at all mm-hmm. i think the newest episode comes up tomorrow the last one yeah 
I guess I, I need, can just wait. Yeah, and then I, need, I need Marvel to... Um, get it together? Take a step back. <laughs> reevaluate. <laughs> make me a superhero. That's a new you one. imagine if I was like doing a podcast as part of the MCU uh, cinematic universe? How... how I really I, can't imagine that. I... How amazing would that be if they're like, oh, we need a blatant homosexual podcaster <laughs> to interview Carol Danvers. <laughs> I'd be like, why do you have such RBF and how can I be like you? <laughs> I actually really liked Carol Danvers. I don't think she's a bitch. I just think no. she's a strong woman. And I'm totally fine with that one. I liked that movie. I did too. I, I think Brie Larson gets a bad rap too. She gets a bad rap. Um, I liked She-Hulk. Uh, I will say that I liked... Uh, Hawkeye, even though I'm not a fan of Jeremy Renner. Um, Y'all know something? Kyle is keeping a list of all the people in Hollywood that I don't enjoy. I don't have the list with me. I'm okay with that. We don't want to offend people. (laughs) But who's at the top of that list? Amanda Peet. Who's following Amanda Peet? Let me give you a hint. Edward. Bella. Anyone in Twilight? Just Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. I hate her so much. So much. I don't know. There's a lot of people on that list. Like Jake Gyllenhaal's on there. Uh-huh. Jeremy Renner. Ben <sighs> Platt. I knew you were going to say it as soon as I made the face. Ben Platt. Yeah. Noah Galvin. Noah Galvin. Ugh. Ugh. There are a lot of people on that list. Yeah. It's okay. I'm allowed to have that list. Okay. Amanda Peet's just gonna, always going to be at the top. We've never really talked until about this month about my distaste for Amanda Peet, but... It's your birthday. It's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, you got to sample the Malabar today. I know, it's it's impressive. It is impressive that I'm, that looks like I'm an alcoholic, is what Uh it looks like. No, it's just like a little shrine of Malibu. It is a shrine of Malibu. Look how, how Malibu is not a sponsor. Right, and they should be. I can't even hit the button. Because if they were a sponsor, I could afford the one that has eight buttons, and I could always be like, you know, Malibu. Malibu. Deliciously now, coconutty. Caribbean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm serious, though. If any business We'll wants workshop to, it before. I want, if any of my friends or listeners have a business that you want to plug on the show, let's talk about it. I will work commercial into the show. I can do that. Let's talk about the monies. <laughs> Nobody cares. I was going to say there's silence from all of the sponsors. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so you got to see the Malabar. Yes. And I, I have a you... drink from a ma- the Malabar. Yeah, this is, this is the first ever. Kyle did not bring some 40-step recipe for some pretentious cocktail. He said, no, I want to try something from the Malabar. I want the full Gabine with Gason experience. <laughs> and I made you the Malibu peach and raspberry lemonade with a yes. lime twist. Which we're we're naming as the Malibu Barbie because it's yes, pink. It's pink. It's the Malibu Barbie drink this month. Did you like it? I did. It's actually pretty good, yeah. isn't it? The peach is dangerous because you, you don't can't taste, taste it. anything. No. no, it's just a delicious like it's like a fruit punch, but not like. I think a lot of fruit punches have a lot of like pineapple in them, which mm-hmm. kind of overpowers. I think in a lot, but this one. But I'm also like peach anything. I'm odds are I'm gonna like it. Oh, same. I don't think I've ever had like I love a peach bellini. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle has also graciously opted to try 
the Sunny D vodka in a can. I'm tasting a drink of the Malibu so I can savor that before what's about to come. <laughs> Kyle just asked you, he was like, is this the last can? And I was like, no, someone else is going to suffer through. I just feel like if I have to taste something awful, everyone should taste something awful. Give us a little ASMR. That was a good phase. That really, I wasn't expecting that was to sound really that good. good. That was good. All right. All right. Down well, the hatch. Just shut I the whole I can see can. it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's made with real juice. It contains alcohol. And it's gluten-free. Take a big sip. Swirl it around like a wine. <laughs> Do you taste the Sunny D real juice? Not really. It's not terrible. I was is, expecting worse. It's awful. It's aspartame. Initially, it's fine. And then it's like that that aspartame comes in at the end. And it's like, so oh. So are you going to keep drinking that can? Or are you going to put that down for the rest of the night? I think I'm going to put it down. Oh, so you're not giving it the Kyle seal of approval? No, it doesn't get the Kyle seal of approval. I don't understand. It does not taste like Sunny D, though, does it? No. No. It needs more Sunny D in it to be really... It's Otherwise, it's literally just like a malt sparkling vodka. Like, it's not... I know. would just take Sunny D and vodka together. Yeah. It'd, it'd be delicious. Yeah. You can control it. Like, throw in some soda water if that's what you need. Yeah. But no, it is not good. Sunny D, you should have said, hey, you fix this. It's kind of like, did you try any of the hard Mountain Dews? No, Peter did. I don't know which one. It wasn't, liked, but I don't know if you liked them. Yeah, I, 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 again, I would rather just take Baja Blast and put vodka in it. That's go. delicious. That's good. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I was really excited about it because I liked Sunny D as a kid. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh no, I was so pissed that day. And then I made Tao and Pamela <laughs> taste it, and that was even better. Wasn't Pamela allergic to aspirin? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> poor Pamela she always gets to have to try this stuff I can't wait for Van Leeuwen to come out with their fall flavors for yeah. Halloween so I can make Pamela try them on the show again and be like, I've got some tricks and treats <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do to get her back in oh, I just I, I say falsities and be like come on over and hang out let's chat <laughs> about you eating this ice cream I will tell you that ranch ice cream was probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever had in my mouth, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> and then the smell, as I was, I put it down the garbage disposal because oh, I didn't want to stink up the yeah. trash can. <gasps> it was because I was using hot water to melt the ice cream, so it was like hot melted dairy and ranch oh. mixed together, wafting through my kitchen, and I was like, I, I'm gonna throw up. Gonna you should have just thrown it in the dumpster as is, so then the raccoon could have enjoyed it. You know. I did give the raccoon the lasagna that made me sick. <laughs> I was like, well, your, your stomach's probably ready for this. I haven't seen him in a bit. I'm okay with that. Oh. Every time. One night he stared at me like, come at me, bro. I was in the car and he stared at me and I stared at him and then I turned my head and he was still staring at me and I was like, and then he stood up and I was like, all right, I'll throw my trash away tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to stay in the car. When he stands up, you know, he's like five feet tall. He is huge. You've, wait, have you seen no. the raccoon? Oh, you've never seen him. Tracy's no, I had to. I had to knock on the you did the have dumpster. You sure not there. We threw the mattress in. Yeah. Aren't you excited that you get to be my friend to help build and carry shit to the dumpster? No. I did get to surprise Kyle because I said, "Hey, I figured out what what color I'm painting my kitchen." 
because my kitchen is a color that my ex chose and I hated it when he chose it but I was trying to make this place like our place so I was like I, I was like Kyle I finally it's a pretty color right yeah you like it Which it's, will... it's better than what you have for sure it's like let me paint over the last memory of, of the shittiest relationship I've ever had it's a conversation for another day and um I think it'll look nice in there and I can't wait to decorate at Christmas with that color too because yeah. they're gonna be you know the reds and stuff like that are really gonna pop um, and I'm also really excited because I'm going to buy new dishes. Huh. Uh, because the dishes I have now go with this color. They do not go with that green. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. So that'll be a little bonus. But I also let Kyle know that he won a fabulous prize. And the fact that before I paint, Kyle gets to come over and help me move my refrigerator. I'm thinking maybe Pamela wants to switch and she can move furniture and appliances. <laughs> and I will try the ice cream. Pamela would yell at me so quick. I will say, you know, I do have friends that call me out a lot. Pamela is definitely somebody who's like, knock your shit off. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so we're going to do that. That'll be fun later this year. It's a, it's a, I'm doing this thing where I'm like paying down debt. And when I pay something off, I get a reward. Because I'm trying a reward-based system because I'm clearly a child. <laughs> and that is one of the rewards because, you know, it's going to cost a little bit of money to paint. But mm-hmm. um, have you, do you paint? That you're like you paint at your. I mean, I have had in the past, but not recently. Well, Bear, the paint has a. I think it's called Marquee, and it's a one coat guarantee. Oh, because isn't that what you did in the hallway? Yeah, in the hallway and the living room when I repainted both of those. Although I hate the accent wall on the other side. I got to repaint that wall yet. That wall's like five minutes of painting. But, um, and the door. It's not like color on the door either. But, um, yeah, and well worth the money because it's still cheaper than having to buy multiple gallons of paint. So I will do it with that too. I mean, one gallon will cover that, and I'll still have plenty left over for mm-hmm. another coat, I guess. But I don't, I don't know. That paint's dark, but I think it might take two coats. I don't know. We we'll do see. just want to say Bear is not a sponsor. Not yet, but yeah. you should be. Oh my God! Could you th- could you imagine if they came out with a Gavin with Gason line of paint colors? Fuck you, Fuchsia. <laughs> Amanda Pete Horse Brown. Bitchy Blue. <laughs> Danny Pino Hot Red. <laughs> Malibu Coconut White. I mean, these names are writing themselves. I know. How have I not been hired by Bear? <laughs> Crazy would that be? It's like a dream world. MCU and in Bear. And a taste tester for Malibu. And I would like to be a toy reviewer for He-Man toys so I'd get them early like these other people that really just piss me off. <laughs> Did you know that? Like if you're a quote-unquote toy reviewer and you have a decent following, they will give you toys for free. And you get to review them before they come out. It's like, that would think about how much money you would save. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. The amount of money. They do it for Lego people too. Yeah. God, how do you do that? We need more listeners. Get me more listeners. Do it. I was watching a commercial today where this guy was like, I can guarantee you 10,000 listeners for your podcast if you pay me money. And I was like... Listeners, yeah, air quotes. Is it just downloads from you hitting download every five seconds? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. We hit 6,000. Yay. Which is a pretty important... That's yeah. pretty big. Um, as guesty Bessie Kristen reminded me, she was like, you only hit 1,000 like 
not that long ago. And I was like, it's actually really true. Um, it's pretty exciting. So can you imagine if we hit 10,000? We'll have to do something like spectacular. I don't know what it'll be. It might have to be a live podcast. From an escape room. It's probably not that, but <laughs> I could I could get a space at the library and bring on all the guesty besties to come throughout the room as long as we have a really good strong Wi-Fi. Do like a Facebook live or a YouTube live kind of thing. YouTube do shit live? I think so. Yeah. How cool would that be? That I could be like, this is the bitch. fun party that would be i don't know get me ten thousand. we'll see what happens anyway god we've been maybe having christmas like i know just talking about bullshit i don't know why people listen to this show edit <laughs> no no they don't listen for quantity i don't know what they listen for is it quality quantity i don't it's not quality i don't know i've been trying not to talk much because you know i was told earlier today that <laughs> i talked way too much is that the phrase that i said I don't know. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> My favorite is you're like, why don't we take a break so we can see if you can come back more engaged to this meeting? And I was like, what a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, because I was falling asleep. <laughs> and then you make fun of me because I took a three-minute nap. And you're like, that's not healthy. I think I said it's not normal. But... And you said not healthy. Okay. Did you say not healthy? I thought I, I said not normal. Maybe not normal. I don't know. I don't understand why nobody takes naps. Like, I love naps. Well, I love naps, too. But... Like, I don't think you should be able to go to sleep like that. It doesn't matter where. <laughs> I can, I have just, I, what I do is I put on either music or a podcast that might be slightly boring for that episode, but I'm still going to support people. And I set an alarm and I, and I just, usually after about three minutes, I, and then the alarm goes off and I wake up. I take tons of five minute naps during the day. It's just so much easier. Um, 20 minute naps kind of make me more groggy but like 8 minute naps ugh, love an 8 minute nap send people on a 15 minute break go take an 8 minute nap come back refreshed bouncy it's fantastic I, I can take I a nap right now <laughs> I can literally go to sleep just let you take over the show <laughs> that's a new segment for the next season <laughs> what is the guesty bestie going to do while I nap you just hear me snoring in the background. Uh-huh. You're bringing on your own guests. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Whatever. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. So, for my birthday this year, Kyle and I, uh, we went to see a very, a very special film. We went and saw the Barbie movie. Yeah, we did. It is a good time. It was a great time. Did you cry? No. But I don't I know if I had tears from laughter. or I think it was tears from laughter. Yeah. I think uh, there was a couple particular parts. I don't know if we're doing spoilers or not. I mean... We need to be... I guess be careful. Okay. I don't know. TikTok has like literally shown the big speech over and over yeah. and over again. There's a ton of stuff coming from TikTok. But I thought we could still, we could still talk about things, but maybe not just say everything. Yeah. So, uh, what, did you play with Barbies when you were a kid? <laughs> um, I think I had some, like, Happy Meal Barbies, Happy Meal toys. I mean, I used to steal my bar- my sister's Barbies, yeah. I would get in trouble all the time, because they were always naked. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Ken. 
Um, my mom's name is Barb, though, so oh. she had like all the Barbie Hallmark ornaments. Oh, that's fun. Like she'd always get those. Uh-huh. So I'm very familiar with all the different Barbie looks from the past. Oh, God. It's funny because I, I didn't really care about Barbie. I mean, I played with my sisters. I don't know why either. It wasn't like they were She-Ra. It was before She-Ra came out. Oh, okay. it was after. No, it was before She-Ra. It's before She-Ra for sure. But. I don't know why. Like, it still made them act like they were action figures, I think. I don't think they were, like, boyfriends and girlfriends and doing it. But, yeah. Um, but did you have an... So you had an attachment only because of your mom's Christmas ornaments? Mostly, yeah. I once watched the Barbie Nutcracker Christmas special. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was real rough. And I, I mean, like, I can tell from, like, the 30-second, like, commercials oh, that would be on. It was a rough one. But I would still, like, even as a kid, I'd always walk down the Barbie aisle because I just thought, God, this doll literally has, like, every amazing playset. Like, I was like, damn, I want a Barbie dream house for He-Man. <laughs> a Mojo Dojo Casa House? Oh, my God, a Mojo Dojo Casa House. I would have bought that playset, too. <laughs> if that was a real thing, listen up, Mattel. that was a real thing, I would totally buy the, the Mojo Dojo Casa, Casa House. house. Even with all the horses? Yeah, I just throw them away. Okay. <laughs> it's a play horse. I don't care about that. But um, but I know that a lot of people grew up with Barbie, and Barbie was big in the 80s. And uh, did, did you know that Mattel's opening up its own theme park? Mm-mm. In, I, I want to say it's Flagstaff, Arizona, but I know it's in Arizona. The Barbie Dreamhouse is one of the um, experiences that you can do. They're going to have a Hot Wheels racetrack uh, roller coaster. And a He-Man Castle Grayskull laser tag arena. Wow. I can't wait. I kind of want them to have like a Polly Pocket world too, but. I'm um, surprised, yeah, because you could do like an oversized, like you're the size of Polly Pocket. Yeah, kind of thing. I don't know. It sounds really cool. Um, so thinking about the movie, you're a big Greta Gerwig fan, right? Yes. Now Greta wrote, she didn't, did she direct? Did she write it or no? So she wrote and direct directed Barbie. Okay. She wrote it with her partner Noah Baumbach, mm-hmm. who's another director. Um, I first kind of discovered Greta Gerwig um, by their movie Francis Ha, which is really great. Oh, uh, so that's one I haven't seen. I saw Lady Bird. Was that there? So then, yeah. So they okay. wrote that one together, and then she wrote and directed Lady Bird, and then wrote and directed um, Little Women. Oh. So okay. this is her third movie. Okay. Um, but you were already a fan of her. Yes. I, I liked Lady Bird. I wouldn't necessarily say I was a huge fan because I don't know if I've seen enough to be like, oh, I love all of these things. Did I watch Little Women? Yes, because I think I got an angry call that you liked it and you did not want to like it. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what happens. Um, so first thoughts going in were you worried about it being like too campy too dumb or did you already have like an opinion are we trying to go with like an open mind i think after i saw the first teaser trailer Mm -hmm. that's like the spoof of 2001 a space odyssey i was kind of rest assured like this is going to be great which i kind of already had that feeling once she got attached because like on paper a barbie movie i think sounds could be terrible it could go either way. I think it would have been terrible. I think that's my that was my biggest worry. I was like, yeah. is this going to be, are you either going to make fun of Barbie 
or is this going to be for kids? Yeah. And I think she was probably the best voice to do this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, the movie hit the nostalgia the right way, number one. Especially Weird Barbie. Um, <laughs> but two... Well, one, I don't think this is a kid's movie. No. I don't think you should take kids to it. There were little kids in ours. And I was yeah. like, they don't know what's going on. Especially that kid that sighed during the big, long monologue, <laughs> which I was dying at. This little boy was just like, she got ready to give a speech. And this little boy was like, <sighs> it was so loud. Yeah. No, I think the animated Barbie films, those are for kids. Yeah. Right? And then this is for everyone that grew up and... Because everyone's, I think, had Barbie in their life, yeah. whether or not you played with Barbie. Somebody asked me, they're like, well, it's PG-13. And I was like, I think it's heavier. Than, I think it leads more to the 13 versus the PG. Like, Because yeah. there are a couple things in that I was like, mm, you're pushing that R right there. Like, the MPAA must have been real nice. I think that's why a certain word, a certain word gets bleeped. And I think they had to do that in order to get Keep that PG-13. Um, let's talk about the chaos. Yes. Okay. Margot Robbie as Barbie. Perfect. Now, Peter thought that... Oh, God, I can't think of her name now. Amy Schumer was originally attached to it. I thought about that the other day, and I was like, absolutely not. But I don't think she was supposed to play Barbie. No, I think she was. Oh, you do? I thought she had played America Ferrera. No. No, she was, like, originally before it got to, like, Greta Gerwig. I think she was attached to, like, star, producer, right, maybe? Mm -mm. I don't like any of that. I mean, I like Amy Schumer, but I don't think any of that would no, work out well. Yeah. I'm glad she left for creative differences. Peter thought Annie Murphy would have been an oh. interesting choice. And I was like, yeah, but I think Margot was probably the better choice. Um, yeah, and I think they even call it out. I don't think this is a spoiler, but she says, like, I'm stereotypical Barbie. And I think when you think of stereotypical Barbie, that's Margot Robbie. I agree. I can't only imagine how her feet must have hurt walking <laughs> on her tiptoes that day. For that Is that scene. CGI? I don't know. I thought it was her real feet. It looked like I don't her know. Feet. But, um, no, I think she was brilliant. I think she hit the... First of all, Margot Robbie's a great actress. Because mm-hmm. um, she was in... Uh, I, Tanya is I, my favorite God, thing that she's done. I, Tanya. Uh, was it Bombshell? Bombshell, yeah. Bombshell, she was in she was Bombshell. Amazing yes. in Bombshell. Um, and she's been in some other things too, but um, I thought she did a really great job um, in both of those. So I thought, okay, well, she can. And as the movie progressed, I was like, nope, she's the right choice. Because mm-hmm. when Barbie finally has a breakdown, it's a believable breakdown. Yeah. Like I believed everything that Barbie was experiencing. Ryan Gosling played Ken. And there were a lot of people that were very anti Ryan Gosling playing Ken. Some said he was too old. I was like, oh, he's good. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a great job. I think he's the one of the best parts of the movie. I 100% agree. You and I have both said he should probably get nominated for a Best, yes. act, a best Actor? Best I would say Supporting. Same. Yeah. I think if Supporting makes the most sense because I there's agree. a history of that comedic role mm-hmm. in like a big film. Like you have Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids, mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Mm. Like that's the, the way to go. Um. I would agree, and I, I I don't know if he'll win, but I think he should be nominated for mm-hmm. it. I think I'm trying not to give all these spoilers. The journey, and I have never understood a character of a doll more in my life than Ken. Yeah, it just made sense. 
he apparently took the role. I don't know if you've heard this story because he saw like his daughters, I guess, had a Ken and he sent Greta, I guess, a picture of a Ken face down in the mud next to a squished <laughs> lemon. And he said, I have to play this character. And it makes so much sense after you watch the movie. It's <laughs> so perfect. No, he did a great job. I think, and I mean, we can talk about some of the stuff. I think that, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about dolls, uh-huh. right? And it's not, they live in their own world. Barbie land. They live in Barbie land, but Barbie land is known about by the Mattel executives because Barbies are real Yeah. in that space. Which makes me question, if they make a new Barbie at Mattel, does that Barbie suddenly come alive in that Barbie world? It's got to be, right? I guess, yeah. It's got to be. Um, and then there was a bunch of supporting players, too. America Ferreira. Give her, I think she needs to give give her a Best, uh, a best Actress supporting nom, mm-hmm. I think. Her speech alone, and something I really liked, is that that speech by other folks would have been like tears and anger and like a lot of extra emotion that's not needed. She did such a great job of showing the anger. She did quiver a couple of times, like mm-hmm. she was about to start crying, but then composed herself because she's giving a speech about women. And um, I, I followed her. I loved her on Ugly Betty. I loved her in, um, she was also on The Good Fight. No, The Good Wife. Um, she was in Superstore, mm-hmm. which, oh God, so great. unnecessarily memories and traumas back up, but I love that. <laughs> But I just, I think she's really good, but I think this really showed some dramatic chops Yeah. in a way. I mean, and she's still funny in it too, but I think it showed some, to me, it showed a different range for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you thought. No, I thought she was really great. Um, especially that speech, because that's one of the more powerful moments, I think, in the, the movie. And it's something that you might not expect going in. And yeah, I think she would do great. I don't know. Like, I think she's deserving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen but i don't know well how this competitive this year is going to be that's true i there's someone else from the cast that i would also like nominated for a best supporting and that's Rhea perlman and i think it's a stretch but she's yeah been long enough. i think it's a stretch but who knows know. how great would it be for Rhea? i mean it would be great is yeah. it Rhea or Rhea? i don't know i don't know she's fucking carla on cheers god damn it <laughs> Ugh. She's so I, good. I do think this is a major contender for SAG because everyone in the cast I think is so great and it's mm. such a large cast. Yeah. But I think it's a big contender for the Golden Globes. Yeah. I feel like it will probably win quite a few Golden Globes. I think it will. Um, I think Margot Robbie and because they do comedy, right? Do they do best comedy movie or do they, they do best movie? They do comedy and musical mm-hmm. and then they'll have actor and actress but then usually I think the support roles if i believe are combined, combined. between the two mm-hmm. like okay. like comedy and drama i i see ryan gasling walking away with a golden globe yeah i think so i can't imagine what's going to be who he's going to be compared to but i think he will i think um, robert downey jr will get nominated after for... seeing oppenheimer oh is he in oppenheimer mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go see that this week i'm just trying to i might go tomorrow night because um, i have a coupon and i'm oh. gonna use it before it expires <laughs> um so i'm gonna go see oppenheimer i'm really uh interested in seeing it um We'll talk about that, too, because I think it's yeah. a fun kind of thing that's going on. But um, anybody else in the cast? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's in the movie. Uh-huh. And I was telling somebody, I said, I think they used him in just the right amount. Yeah. I don't think... Especially in that type of role, it could yeah. be a lot. And it was used effectively, I would say. Yeah. Um, because he can get annoying. I love Will Ferrell. I think he's uh-huh. amazing. 
but he can get he kind of has his his stick his, and, yeah, yeah. And i thought he did great i'm trying to think if there's anybody else in the cast that i thought president barbie whose name i can't Issa Rae. Issa Rae. she was Loved. great has the best line in the movie the, yes just her presence was so i i don't know i i thought she was president barbie uh-huh. And she came across like, no, I'm a, I'm a fucking world leader. Like, this yeah. is what's going to happen in Barbie land. Uh, oh, Simu. Leo. Um, what is it? Simu. Leo. Leo. Uh-huh. First of all, he can be my Ken any damn day. I know there are people who are like, he's problematic. He said a tweet years ago and he's grown from it. Who gives a shit? He's so fine in that movie. Him and Ben Kingsley Adair. I think, yeah. Yeah. I need Batman. He could. You don't have the clip, do you? No. <laughs> he could. Oh, God. Ben Kingsley Adair could rival Danny Pino for my love. Oh. I do we need a, a poster? We do. Like, like lots of things from him. <laughs> um, he is a beautiful man, and I loved him. He was very supporting, and I was like, are they trying to make him a little, a little Elgebequatequa? Because he would always look at Ken... Yeah. the adoringness in his eyes like he did look at did you get that or is that just me no i kind of get that i i think i more so got that from alan oh that's who we also talk about michael yeah. sarah is alan. alan oh and also emerald fennell as midge midge yes ah midge probably <laughs> yeah, retired you <laughs> what that, that's so okay Let's talk about those two real quick, and then we're going to talk about the movie a little bit more. So, Michael Sarah plays Alan, which was an original Barbie doll toy back in, like, the 60s? I think, yeah, 60s. He was Ken's friend who could wear Ken's clothes, and his name was Alan, and nobody gave two shits about Alan. Yeah. Um, and also, Alan is very uh, androgynous. Yeah. You know. Um, Michael Sarah did a fan... He's not nominated for anything. I would not give him a nomination, but damned. He did played a great job. Yeah, he kind of has, like... he kind of like will ferrell almost like Mm -hmm. he has his particular like box that he fits in yeah i agree yeah and also we haven't seen him in a while no i feel like he hasn't so i don't know it just like was perfect casting i think totally perfect uh who played midge emerald fennell i don't know she wrote and directed promising young woman oh and i think she was on the crown i don't know who she played there's a lot of actresses that played barbies that i don't know Uh but i kind of know right like i was like oh that's who this is but midge was barbie's pregnant friend that actually gives birth and then i think she got married to alan like whenever she was pregnant not in the movie but like in the dolls dolls storyline she could be a single mother because oh shockers (laughs) um anybody else god that was a, it was a big cast i think everybody got their moments I, helen I mirren oh and helen mirren as the narrator who you forget about halfway through the movie until she jumps and she in. reminds you oh with again one of the best lines <laughs> so funny um i like that we're not giving away spoilers we're just talking about it mm-hmm. but let's let's talk about a little bit about the the nostalgia factor like you said did you recognize some of the outfits and some of the barbies for sure the um the black and white bathing suit, which I think mm-hmm. is the original the, the Barbie. iconic Barbie's ba- bathing yeah. suit, yeah. Um, I recognized a lot of... The, oh, you know, we forgot Kate McKinnon. Oh, my God. We forgot Kate McKinnon as Weird Barbie, which is Weird the Barbie, Barbie that you cut their hair yeah. too short and got marker drawn on them. Um, and as far as I know, most of my girlfriends had a Weird Barbie. Um, 
stole every scene she was in, uh-huh. but not too much. She was real big mm-hmm. at the beginning, but you see a toned down kind of like, and Mattel is making a weird Barbie doll. Oh, she, nice. She, yeah, they're supposed to review reveal her in 10 hours, I think, from oh. the time that we're recording this. So by the time this is aired, she should be on the Mattel Creations website. Um, super pumped. Let's see how much she costs. I might get one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Kate McKinnon as Weird Barbie was so good. But I recognized quite a few of the Barbies that were in the retired or the weird Barbie world, like the, the Barbie with the TV in her back, because it was so fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> um, was Peaches and Cream Barbie in there in a giant pink dress with ruffles? I don't remember I don't seeing think Peaches. so. That was my favorite Barbie. And Barbie and the Rockers. That's when Barbie became a rock star. <laughs> Is that the Barbie one? Because I watched... and the Rockers. The, the Toys That Made yeah, Us. Yeah, you watched the episode. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't, y'all should go out on Netflix. The Toys That Made Us did a Barbie episode years ago. And it really, I think, hit the Barbie movie, hit a lot of stuff that was in that uh-huh. from the Barbie creator's perspective. Because I remember being like, when they talked about the tax <laughs> tax evasion, I was like, holy shit, that's so true. That's what happened. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, Barbie and the Rockers, because one of my favorite properties in the entire world is Jim and the Holograms, and uh, it's one of Peter's, too, and um, you can watch Jim and the Holograms, by the way, on Tubi. Um, I may or may not be falling asleep to them every night. I don't know. Might be facing <laughs> Matlock for a little bit. Uh, have you ever watched Jim and the Holograms? I have not, no. But she's truly, truly, truly outrageous. Oh, well, now oh, I have Jim. to. Anyway, there was a toy war happening and they found out that uh, Jim was going to be a rock star. And so then this this woman that you would not see as a hard stone bitch yeah. was like, oh, you found out what it is? And got Barbie and the Rockers out in record time. Because they said it took Jim. like 14 months usually, I mm-hmm. think, to make a Barbie. And they got it done in like six weeks or something. Yeah, she was like, not messing around. No. Um, also, did, in the Barbie movie, did that lady have that weird vagina chair? With, like, the naked woman in it, like, leaning back. Oh. Yeah, you know what it is. That's what I thought. Yeah, you should, Seriously, it's the weirdest art object I've ever seen in my life. Check out the toys that made us. Yeah. And you should also watch the He-Man one, the My Little Pony one, the Ninja Turtle one. There's a bunch of them that are actually really, really good. Yeah. Not all of them are winners, I'll be honest. But I expect you to watch the He-Man one. Okay. That'll be your homework. We'll discuss it tomorrow at work. Great. <laughs> Um, but I was disappointed that Barbie and the Rockers wasn't in it. And was There's like, always a chance for a sequel. I don't want a sequel. Do you want a sequel? I don't want a sequel. I want a spinoff. With Alan? Mm-mm. With Ken? Ken. Oh. Um, maybe. If, like, if you get Greta back. But... Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't want a spinoff. I don't want a sequel. I, I want it to end. I don't want, my, my concern is the movie's blown off. It is the largest opening weekend for a female director ever. Um, I'm afraid Mattel's not really well known for movies. You know, they had the He-Man movie and it flopped back in 87, which is still one of my favorite movies. They're building their universe. They are, but I am afraid that they're going to be like, oh, we got to get a sequel. We got to get a sequel. Look how much money it's doing. No, I don't want you to try to recreate this because I feel like a sequel is not going to do it justice. I'm yeah. really, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Greta has been asked about a sequel. Has she? I don't know. I know she's apparently supposed to be working on two Narnia films for Netflix. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, I did hear that. Okay. I'm down for that. Too. I'm too. I would love to see that. There was a lot of nostalgia in there and I loved that, you know, there were the, the Barbie plane and 
the uh, the multiple different types of Barbie dream houses and yeah. um, things like that. I think um, it definitely deserves the Oscar for production design. I don't imagine uh, yeah. anything else topping that. No. Costumes? Yeah. I think it deserves an Oscar for costumes. Yeah. yeah. They recreated that rollers uh, the uh, rollerblade look. Uh-huh. I mean, oh my God, it's almost 100% spot on. Um, how, like, I'm not really into fashion, but there are people that are literally fashion designers at Mattel. Their job is to create Barbie clothes. Yeah. What a cool, fun job that would be. I wish I was into that. I'm not, I'm not talented enough, but <laughs> it'd be kind of cool. Design clothes yeah. for toys. Like, that's kind of badass. Um, I also was trying to figure out, like, how are they going to make her change her clothes, but they did it magically, which is super uh-huh. funny. Um, I loved when she poured milk and, and nothing, nothing came, came out because yeah. it was just how it was when we were kids. But she was like, mmm. I also love the whenever she opens the refrigerator, that background is just like, like it almost like it would be a sticker. A sticker. Yeah, so brilliant. Uh, I did love that they they mentioned uh, magic earring Ken and mm-hmm. sugar daddy. daddy Ken. Um, I watched a video today about magic earring Ken, and I remember when magic earring Ken came out because I was like, that's weird, but like. Apparently, the Mattel folks had gone to a bunch of, like, raves and stuff and didn't realize, that, like, the, uh... <laughs> Clientele that we're going yeah, to Yeah, they didn't realize it. it was, you know, like, they were, like, really looking at a bunch of, like, gay clubs without yeah. noticing it. And they had seen somebody wearing this silver chain. That was not what that was. That was a cock ring on a, a necklace. And that's why everybody was like, why does Ken have a cock ring on his shirt? <laughs> well, in the movie, I think they changed it to a Barbie necklace, didn't they? I, I don't remember what they did to it, but that's not what it was on yeah. the toy. It was clearly a cock ring. I can't believe we've never said that word on the show before. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to say it again. First time for everything. What a great what a great birthday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, I think the story was great. I don't necessarily think that there needed to be any changes. Um, a lot of people think that, when I say people, I mean men, think this is a very anti-men movie, and I disagree, but I wanted to hear what your thoughts are. I'm trying not to give away spoilers of the movie. Yeah, no, I disagree. I think it's anti-toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. The The people that are having issues with it aren't looking past that. Well, and if you go into it and you look at it from... It's really a movie about Ken, mm-hmm. too, which is weird. But I, he does have a great line. He's like, no, it's always Barbie and Ken. Ken. It's never just Ken. Ken. And I was like, that's that's really true. Yeah, he was an accessory. He was an accessory. And there is some really brilliant writing of the character of Ken. He's not a villain. People are like, oh, is Ken the villain? Because I was like, when I first saw the Ken song, which is fantastic if you haven't uh-huh. watched it, I'll put also, a link in the show needs notes. an Oscar. Totally for best song. Yeah. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes for the Ken song. Because you really don't know what's going on. Because when I watched it, I was like, is Ken the villain? Because it comes like almost like a villain story or origin story for him. But it's more like, what is it like to, to not be thought about? And I uh-huh. think it was a really smart way to write Ken from the perspective of how women feel in a male-dominated uh-huh. society. But we flipped it. And I don't think people, I don't think, I don't know if, A, the people that are bitching about it have actually seen the movie. Yeah. Do you get that same sense, though? Like, Ken was written from the lens of an accessory, the lens of uh-huh. what a woman would feel like in a male-dominated yeah. world, whereas the Kens felt almost like second-class citizens yeah. in Barbie land. And then it gets flipped yeah. whenever they get to the real world, and then that's where, like, the main... <sighs> 
conflict comes to play. Um, there are a lot of people leaving the show saying, there's a lot of things on TikTok and it makes me laugh. Like people were leaving and like there were these girls walk past these two guys and were like, hey Ken. And the guys were like, hey Barbie. Hey Barbie. Hey Ken. <laughs> and then something that I thought was really interesting um, was I read a little article about people who are um, non-binary or gender non-conforming or trans. They weren't saying, hey Barbie, hey Ken. They were saying, hey Alan. And I was like, wow. Huh. Okay, so Alan could be like that. But I looked at Alan as uh, more of a representation of a gay man because gay he, men don't fit into the girl. We're not one of the girls. We still have to wait out. Like this person said, thinking about it, it was like, I was never part of the boys group because I was gay. But I was never fully part of the girls group because I was the one that couldn't go into the bathroom. I had to stay outside. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a really good... Um, description of what I think Alan is. But I don't, that's just my opinions. I, I'm interested to yours. I got the same. Like, later on, again, trying to keep it vague, he helps out Barbies mm-hmm. in a way, and I kind of got that too. Like, okay, that's... I don't know, for lack of a better term. Like, that's his role here. Yeah. But it was interesting, because it was a friend of Ken's, but the Ken's never talked to Alan. Yeah. At all. I don't remember any scenes where the Ken's were like, Alan, come help us. No, he's always kind of on the outside looking at Yeah. Same thing with Midge mm-hmm. and her, her pregnancy. <laughs> My favorite was that, um, not that, I don't think this is a spoiler, but during the end credits, they show off a lot of the Barbies uh-huh. that got retired. <laughs> and when you saw, uh, was it Grow, Grow, Growing Up Skipper? Growing Up Skipper, and they yeah. pumped her boobs up, and I watched your face, and you were like, is that a real thing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. If you were to let's use let's use uh, Jared, our friend Jared. This is not a movie that Jared would probably go to willingly. How would you? How what would you say to get like somebody who's like Jared or? Um, well, I told him it was very meta, and that did not work on him. Yeah, I was gonna say, how would you get Jared to come see this movie? I'd be interested to hear out because I'd just be like, you're going because I'm a bitch. Yeah. But, like, how would you sell it to somebody? Not, not that Jared's, like, full of toxic masculinity. He's, like, furthest from that. But I just know Jared's personality enough to be like, I don't think Jared would see this movie unless we forced him to go. But is there a way to sell it to someone like Jared that you could think of to be like, you have to see this movie. Here's why. I'm going to take it from the trailer. that it's it's If you love Barbie, this movie's for you. But if you hate Barbie, this movie's also for you. Like, I, yeah. Everyone's going to get something out of it, I feel I agree. like. I agree. I love... First of all, can I tell you that, and this, I mean, we have another segment coming up about toys, but the pooping dog, I wanted that. <laughs> and and I was too old to get it, but I wanted that pooping dog. Yeah. It was a real thing. The dog used to shit on the floor. You'd be like, There, this is totally random, but there was something I didn't mention to you. A couple of overhead shots where she's driving in the car and it looks like it's a toy car. Oh, like so driving through. I'm like, oh. That was brilliant. I love when the the teen daughter of America Ferrer was like, I'll drive. And America Ferrer was like, you don't have a license. She's like, this car doesn't have an engine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, do you remember when Alan tried to kill that one guy? Oh, yeah. That was real dark. I was like, ooh, I think think there might have been some some trauma that Alan experienced. Um, Also, Alan never got the cute clothes because he was still in his same outfit from the 60s. I really wanted Alan. And a magic earring, Ken. I wonder if some of those will come back, like from the because of the Barbie movie. I guarantee their prices on eBay will. Yeah. Um, I liked that Sugar's Daddy Ken 
was fantastic. I think it was a really fun joke. Uh-huh. Um, so much going on in that movie. It's hard because I feel like we're, we're tiptoeing and like, I feel like we may have spoiled a couple things, but like we're really trying to avoid like a lot. But really, it was a really well done movie. I think it'll get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. I do. Um, because Oscar Field is what, 10 movies now? Yeah. Will it win? It's 10. Probably not. But does it deserve no. to get up there? Yes. Does she deserve a Best Director nod? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm predicting. I'm predicting. I think that for this sure they'll get screenplay. Mm hmm. I hope she gets director. I just, I don't have much faith. faith. Yeah. Um, my mom was so funny. She's like, you know, my dad was like, oh, it's, my dad goes, oh, are you doing Barbieheimer weekend? <laughs> Is it Barbieheimer? Is that Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer, yeah. And I was like, no. My mom goes, oh, are those movies related? And my dad was like, no. <laughs> I was about the A-bomb. <laughs> but a lot of people bought tickets to both. And we're seeing... Oppenheimer first and then Barbie because I feel like if you saw Barbie first and you went to Oppenheimer you're going to walk out with a whole different yeah I feel like that's the play yeah um, you saw Oppenheimer did you see it? yeah like I saw it yes yeah. Sunday how was yeah. it? it was good I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan same um, it definitely felt a little long more so towards the beginning uh, do you remember exactly what you said to me you would fall asleep <laughs> and how times. there we go Kyle, what's your job when we go to movies together? To keep you awake. I, don't, I didn't have to do that in Barbie, though. You did not. Did you notice that? Yeah. I was awake the whole time, and I was kind of hungover, but I stayed <laughs> awake the whole time. Yeah. And those corn dog bites were delicious. I'm going to put it out there. I've never been to that theater. Good for yeah. them. I did not like their janky Barbie box outside, though. That was no. Not, that was not quality. No, Pay it the wasn't. money. Yeah. Pay the money. Get the real one. Your janky-ass Barbie box. Because I did want to get my picture in it, but I was like, no, I wanted it in like an actual Barbie box, Barbie, not yeah. like the Barbie box that somebody made because they had some tissue paper <laughs> lying around. It's construction paper. Whatever, it's garbage. Um, but I'm gonna, I, so I'm going to go see it. Like I said, I'm going to go see it this week, probably tomorrow. But um, final it had thoughts. great sound design. I will say that. Like it, mm. I was, I don't usually notice sound. I feel like in a movie, but definitely that one you did. Okay. I know that's not like it was a all, glowing review. Robert Downey Jr., which is exciting. Yeah. A, a Cillian, Killian? Killian? Killian Murphy's in it. God, he is also one of my Hollywood crushes. Ever since the zombie movie, 28 Days Later, when he walks out oh. fully naked and you see the full Killian, I was like, oh, you bony-ass twink. Marry <laughs> me. Um, and they also did an amazing job as Scarecrow yeah. in um, Batman, Begins. Bat Batman Begins. That was Nolan, right? Yeah. That was an old trilogy, right? Yep. Yeah. Also, that's on my... I love that trilogy more than anything else, except for the 1989 Batman and Batman Returns. Like, those will always uh -huh. will get better because of nostalgia. But that Batman trilogy was one of the... Um, I think I've watched that trilogy probably 30 times yeah. since it all came out. Because I just love it so much. I think it's so fucking it's good. It's so good. Um... All right, so real quick, final thoughts on Barbie. Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> you want to sing along? No, we don't have the it's rights fantastic. to this. We don't have the rights to half the shit we do. Um, before I saw Barbie, I thought it was going to be no less than the greatest cinematic, cinematic achievement ever. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite to that but it's pretty damn close i i agree i think i think everyone should see it i mm -hmm. really do but don't take your kids 
Unless your yeah. kids are like in their teens, it would make sense. Yeah, I would but say like, like 11, 12 and up, maybe. Yeah, I would not. And again, I was still that kid that huffed during the big emotional scene. <laughs> and the audience who's trying to pay attention to Margot Robbie and, and Margaret Ferrer. That lady, oh, first of all, I want to go to the, We should have made friends with the lady that sat next to me. Yeah. Because that woman was having the time of her She was life. waving at she the screen. Wa- they were waving. She was waving. She was dancing during the dance scene. She was living her best life. And I was like, damn, I can't. I, you know what? I would not have been mad. We also, what is the other rule when we go to movies, Kyle? You can't sit next to anyone. <laughs> I don't like strangers being next to me. So we always have to buy an extra seat so that Kyle can have people sit next to him. But I am not allowed to have people sit next to me because it gets on my nerves. Um... But I would have sat next to her. She yeah. and I, I think, would have had. I think we would have. We would have had a kick. Yeah. Oh God, she was a good time. She was living her best life. Also, that Barbie dance number um, was is phenomenal. It's my new favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Like that song has been running through my head. That and the Lizzo song at the beginning. The Lizzo song is so great. Ugh. It's like a Barbie commercial if you expand it out to like a full length song. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it makes fun of Barbie at the same time. Yeah. Brilliant. Have you listened to the same Smith song? No, I Man haven't. I am. The bop? No, I have not. You should. I heard it's really good. It is. All right. I will do that today. Um, excellent. Well, thanks again for letting, you know, taking me for my birthday to the Barbie movie yeah. because I'm. Barbie, let's go party. Barbie girl. I'll sing. No. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Christmas Carol could come on and sing that song. She'd be real good at it. Oh. You love Christmas Carol, don't you? Yeah. Is she your favorite? From beautiful Mount Rose, Minnesota. The beautiful Mount Rose is American tea and princess. Oh, God. I don't know if Kristen ever gave me that movie back. I have to go look over there. Uh, I don't think she ever did. I don't know if she ever I think it. it's on Max now. Oh, God. It's such a great movie. What an absolute great movie. If you've never seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, Jesus, go see it. So because it's my birthday month... And I uh, get to make the rules of what we do, which I think is pretty much all the time, Kyle. Unfortunately. Um, I've asked my friends to help out with two segments, and we're going to do a new, uh, well, it's not a new segment, it's been happening all month long, and uh, our new segment is... Remember toys? These editing skills... Fucking amazing. I do not remember toys. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Aren't these Oppenheimer level sound quality? Yeah, it's um, it's amazing. <laughs> I know Christopher Nolan uh, definitely listens to this podcast. I'm sure. Oh I'm god, if he hired. were to come on my show, I don't think I can handle it. I'd be like, hi, I'm gay. <laughs> Movies? <laughs> IMAX? <laughs> Fabian? Film? words <laughs> um, was the top gonna ever fall over at the end of inception please explain the ending of inception to me there's so many people that didn't get out there I think. yeah um but no we're, we're remembering toys because my birthday makes me think of toys because it makes me think of presents and that leads us into another segment too but kyle what was a toy that you never that you always wanted but you never got so i was a child of the 90s i really wanted a furby Say her name. 
And I never got one. I had to settle for the McDonald's Happy Meal toy versions of Furbies. Your parents wouldn't go to like on Thanksgiving eat Thanksgiving and, and Black Friday and I go guess get you not. one. I don't know. I don't remember what the reason was, but I'm not necessarily mad about it now. I remember people were selling Furbies for like fifteen hundred dollars on yeah. like eBay and in the paper and stuff. Like Furbies were the shit. Yeah. I did not get one. I think I've told the story about when Tiffany and I tried to get them one uh, Thanksgiving. So if I've not, we'll save that for a Thanksgiving show. But it was a very traumatic experience, and I still have flashbacks from it. And I've heard Furbies are coming back. I thought they came back a few years ago. They're coming back again. Okay. So why don't you get yourself one then? I'm, I'm, I think I'm good. You, you want me to get Bree to get you one? No. Be like, Bree, Kyle wants a Furby. Get him the scariest one possible. <laughs> I never wanted one, but I get the appeal. Why did you want it? I don't know. I think it was just like the thing to have. Yeah. I think that was, I guess, just shallow reasons. They're so weird. They're so weird now. But I mean, as a kid, you're like, oh, it can talk to me. And I don't yeah, know. We had pets. So I don't know. To, yeah. Yeah. You had to give it attention. Um, no, it was never one that I wanted. But I just thought it was funny that people were like losing their shit. Because it was like that. Then a couple of years later, it was Tickle Me Elmo. And then the Nintendo Wii. God, yeah. people go apeshit for stuff. Absolute apeshit. <laughs> you would have no, I would have no idea, you know, I don't get talked about Legos every day or anything like that. Yeah, you would have no idea that I made sure to get on at 11.59 p.m. to make sure I could get the Pac-Man Lego first. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite toy as a kid? Probably Power Rangers. So that was, yeah, so that I did watch that episode of The Toys That Made Us. And I guess I never knew the whole background behind that. It was brilliant, I think. Please continue talking about it. Yeah. Um, I think I kind of knew, I don't know at what age I knew that it was kind of spliced. I think it was older Mm -hmm. that it was spliced with, you know, a show from Japan. But I didn't even know, like from the toys that made us it goes all the way back to like godzilla and yeah. how that impacted power rangers and it was pretty uh brilliant yeah i mean i was never a huge power rangers fan but i did watch the first couple of seasons i watched with yeah. the original rangers yeah that after the that cast i never i, I never kind of fell out it, yeah. yeah because i had a huge crush on billy had a crush on zach knowing that they're family now makes me really excited and kind of helps me out also uh the black power rangers I forget his name uh, in real life. Walter something. He's coming to town and I will be on Grinder. Just a heads up, <laughs> sir. Broop. <laughs> I just remember what I said to you about Robin Davis. Yeah. <laughs> just circling around the Muni every night. <laughs> I told Kyle. The reason we had to go see Little Shop of Horrors is because Robin De Jesus was going to be in it and I was going to be on Grinder walking around the theater all night just hoping he would say hi. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. Breathe. Uh, but 
did you hear all the stories about Billy though? Like how homophobic they were. They used to call him like the F word all the time, and like no, it was real rough. Like the cast had to finally speak up for him because oh, wow. the the directors and the crew were so horrible to him. Jeez, um, he does not have great memories. Um, I remember when Trini died in real life, and I was like, oh god, that hits because she died in a car accident. I don't remember, but anyway, I never got into it. Did you know that there was a Power Rangers Christmas special? Of course there was. I don't know. And I am very excited. So I host another podcast called Out of the Holiday Closet, and uh, we review uh, old Christmas specials from, like, you know, the dawn of time until now. And I I wonderfully invite one of my guesty besties to come on and be a holiday helper. And now knowing that Kyle loved the Power Rangers... I legitly cannot wait um, to have him on so that we can review Alpha's Magical Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be better than anything else we've watched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what month we'll do that in, but it'll it'll pop up. Um, maybe maybe we could do it. Oh yeah. Okay. I have thoughts. Um. Anyway, but we'll watch. We'll watch that because I can't wait to see your thoughts or hear your thoughts and see your reactions. Who was your favorite Power Ranger? The blue. Billy? Is that yeah, Billy. Billy. Okay. Um. Did you watch when Tommy was on? The Which green one was Tommy? when he was white. He was Green Ranger. Then he became the White Ranger. He was Green. I think because that was part of the original series. Yeah. yeah. Remember how? Were you shook when we all found out that the boy that Kimberly liked turned out to be the evil Green Ranger? I was like, <gasps> shocking. Amy I guess Joe I don't Johnson. remember a whole lot. I just remember like every day at recess, I was like, we're playing Power Rangers. Oh. I had a lot of the figures, but I don't, I guess I don't remember the show. The, yeah, that much. I do. Cause I used to make fun of Amy Jo Johnson all the time. Cause I hated her name. And then when she was on Felicity, I was like, God, you're a whiny bitch on this show. And she was, and she's kind of an asshole now. That's what happens. Oh. Some people forget where they came from. <laughs> We have another new segment because birthdays make me think of toys and toys also make me think of Christmas. And so I'm so excited because my friends have to talk about the one thing I love more than He-Man, which is Christmas. Christmas in July. As we celebrate Christmas in July. Oh, God. What a fun segment this has been. It's one of my favorites. Have you enjoyed it? I know you listened to every episode. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I haven't t- I haven't told you this, but I hate Christmas music. I know you do. No, I don't. No. But did you listen to the other segments of it? Yeah. It's been pretty good. Yeah. There's been some, there's been some bops. I, do you just need to call out Peter? Mm. Because he mentioned the song River, but he did not mention the best version of it. Oh. Yeah. It is a version by Ben Platt that Fuck was in off. The Politician. Fuck off, So... Kyle. We're going to play a clip of that yeah, now. Absolutely, we will not. That will not be on this show. And uh, you'll see the link to it in the yeah, show notes. Absolutely not. I would rather sit and roll around in a thing of garbage. And and I will still feel better than listening to anything. Pl- Ugh, the plant. God. Kyle, what's your favorite Christmas carol? Which is separate from a Christmas song because Christmas carols are old. And they typically are religious. I'm moving past this. Okay. We're moving into things that I enjoy. Okay. What was your favorite carol? Um, I think it's the same as yours. It's Silent Night. Silent Night. I think Silent Night but works I, for most people. I kind of prefer the German version. Still a not. Oh. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad about that. I'm not going to play it on the show, but I'm not mad okay. about it. 
Um, and then what's your favorite Christmas song? Um, I really like um, Winter Song, but specifically the Leslie Odom Jr. and Cynthia Revo. It was originally written by Sarah Burles and Ingrid Michaelson, but okay. I like the Leslie Odom Jr. and Cynthia Revo version. Think, do I know that song? I no. think I made you listen to it. I mean, we're going to play it in the show, yeah. obviously. Why do you like that one? Um, I think it's just different, and then also just their voices. Yeah. I mean, being kind of a, a theater fan, a, too. Is there a specific uh, part of it that you like, or is it just the melody? Like, what about it? Makes it's you, catchy. It's catchy. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard the song. I'm going to play it, though. I'm excited to hear it. Um, now, my I'm going to wrap up with one of my favorite Christmas songs. Can't wait. So um, it's one of the songs that I've first performed as Christmas Carol to so many years ago. And it is by the Weather Girls. Do you know who the Weather Girls are? Oh, yes, because you told me about this. Yes. So one of my favorite songs is... Dear Santa, bring me a man this Christmas. song but you got to watch the video which i will definitely put in the show and you lip syncing to it and i lip syncing to it it is magical isn't it it's at least not that goddamn donkey song (laughs) you don't like dominic (laughs) no oh god crying what did you think though of, of dear santa bring me a man i mean it's kind of catchy it, you bopped i watched i called you out i was like are you bopping and you're like I'm bopping a little bit. it's good to know that they had another hit other than it's, it's raining, raining men, men. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't i don't know when i found it i was like oh my god how have i never heard this song before oh it's so good there's so many great lines in it and again those women hit those notes like like they should yeah and uh, like I said, you know, I don't know if there's, I don't think there's video out there, but it'd be great if we ever did find some video of me as Christmas Carol performing that song in front of a, a live audience. I was going to fall to my knees, but the dress I was wearing was not going to oh. hold. So I had to be, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be on my knees. <laughs> I wanted shirtless male backup dancers and I got told no. <laughs> you have to dream big. I, you know, I mean... It is. That song is on my Christmas uh, must-listen-to list every year and throughout the year because, you know, I listen to Christmas yeah. music throughout the year. But it's such a classic that we don't talk about enough, damn it. No. God. Ugh. I'm really sad that Christmas in July is over. 
Maybe we'll just have to have Christmas in August. Any episode that you come back on, it's going to be Christmas specials that month. Great. Can't wait. Yay. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah? Did you have a good time on this month's episode? I did. Celebrating the month of my birth. Yep. At least it's not like a made-up month. I'm just glad for that. What, not what like, are you talking about? Like Jasonuary. Jasonuary is a fantastic month. What month is Jasonuary found in? The month after Christmas. Because I don't know if I'm allowed to say the actual month's name. Oh! I'm sorry, Peter. Oh, God. That was still so great when you're like, it's the month of Jason Mary. And Peter was like, we are not doing that. We are not. We're, this is not going to happen. And I was like, oh, it's happening. It's Jason Mary. Next month, it's Frubber Jason. Jisarch. Japrel. <laughs> Jay. That's perfect. Aww. A very, very month of gay Jay. Yeah. June, we'll let them have it. July, you know, because otherwise yeah. it'll be like Jay's some lies and we don't want that. So it's fine. Oh my gosh. It has been a great birthday month, though. My friends are amazing. My family is amazing. Got to go to the pizza buffet, and that's all that I really care about. Pizza Ranch? Pizza Ranch. Also not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but should be. Oh, God, I can't wait. Um, I, love, I could go there every day and never be mad about life. Um, it's a pizza. It's like an eat pizza buffet with fried chicken. It makes no sense. Oh, I didn't know they had chicken. Yeah, they had chicken. Mashed taters. Salad. Oh, because it's like a ranch. It's, it's like, like you're going ranch. out the yeah, ranch. And then they're the like, ranch. hey, we have pizza too. Pizza. It's so good. Anyway, the commercial's writing itself. It's, literally, it's writing itself. But uh, but yeah, pizza ranch. Um Gosh, okay, so I guess we should wrap up the show because I'm tired. It has been a long <laughs> month of celebrating my birth. Again, still accepting gifts all year round. You know, if you want to become a Patreon sponsor, that would honestly be amazing because it does help um, with the show. And, um, I, you know, I'm trying to save up eventually. I'm going to buy us a new soundboard so we can have eight sounds. It's $1,000, but you can also have oh. eight people in the show. Oh. How crazy would that be? That would be madness. I would lose my damn mind trying to edit that together. But I want it. Um, but yeah, so if you are interested in that, you go to patreon.com and you'll see the Gavin with Jason link in the show notes. Um, we are the home of the 99 Cent Podcast because that's all the entertainment value I can afford to uh, give you. So you can donate as low as the dollar on Patreon and you still get a Gavin with Gason sticker. And you get access to our bonus episodes, uh, which come out usually once or twice a month, just kind of depending on what we got going on. Um, but there's also other levels, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, that are that are there. So, you know, check out Patreon. Become a, a Patreon supporter. I need to come up with a better name for them. Let's work on that. A Patreon, a prolific Patreon... <laughs> Partner. Partner. Um, you can also, uh, find things on our Amazon wishlist that will be updated throughout the year, obviously. So, um, you never know what you're going to find on there. Kyle, I, you know what I'd like to find at my doorstep? A poster of Danny Pino. Um, or that hundred dollar Malibu surfboard that I really, really want. Um, or that thousand dollar piece of equipment, <laughs> whatever you can <laughs> afford to do. And, uh, but you can do that. You can also make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you get notified when new episodes drop. Uh, Kyle, you are a subscriber because you're like, oh, I listened to the last episode, blah, blah. Does it pop yeah. up on your... What do you listen through? Spotify? Apple. Or Apple? Okay. And it usually tell. Did you give you... Do you see that when it tells I'm, you? I'm going manually. 
Oh, do you haven't subscribed? Yeah, no. How do you know there's a new episode? Because I know it's every Thursday. Oh my god, you need to go subscribe. Why are you being silly? I don't know. You're gonna make like cuss you out live yeah. on the air. So people That's are going to see my true personality. Yeah. Nope. Anyway, don't be like Kyle and go subscribe to the show. <laughs> uh, you can also check us out at gabbingwithgason.com where you can find out um, all about me. You can find old episodes of the show too, as well as old episodes of Keeping the Old Tide Game, my, my uh, older Christmas podcast that may come back. I haven't decided yet. might show up. Uh, and then we're getting the website updated to bring you the newest podcast in the, in the uh, Gabbing with Gason podcast network. Uh, out of the holiday closet and um that's a monthly podcast where i bring on one of my friends and force them to watch a uh christmas special or some type of special not always christmas uh the first episode was the saint patrick one of the saint patrick's day episodes of the ghostbusters um we've done snow white's christmas where she was lazy and named her daughter snow white and i'm still mad about that um, we did an Easter special, and this month's episode is a Christmas special, so um, that'll be coming up, uh, be released here in the next couple of days after this one drops, so check out this weekend, you'll see a posting. Follow us on Facebook, you can, uh, we'll be notified maybe that way of shows coming out, if you're not Kyle. Um, and uh, one of the greatest things you can do, honestly, to help support the show, there's two. Uh, number one, go give us a five-star review on Apple because that does help us show up in the uh, search is faster. Did you know that? If you get more five-star reviews, you pop up on the list. So um, I thought searching. me manually searching for it. That is not help. That. No. They refer to you as grandpa. Um, but yeah, you can do that. But then the other great thing, too, is just share the show with a friend. If your friend's having a bad day, throw a little gay their way. And I'm that little gay. So, you know, throw me at them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's just been such a great time because. Ta da! It's my birthday, Kyle. Happy birthday. Gonna be saying that for the next (laughs) however many months? Three? Four? Seven. Seven? I don't know. It's gonna be a lot. But anyway. All right, I guess we'll, we'll wrap things up. Uh, remember, be loud, be proud, be bold, be brave, and keep sharing your joy. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>normally we throw in a little blooper at the end of the show but uh, i was the one to make multiple bloopers in this episode so number one uh clearly i was so attracted by a certain actor whose name i did not pronounce correctly at all during this episode it's kingsley ben adair (laughs) i can't call him ben kingsley adair and maybe even adair ben kingsley i don't know it doesn't matter his name is kingsley ben adair and he's um daddy also, the <laughs> I said, oh, the Mattel weird Barbie will be unveiled in 10 hours. No, I was dumb. That was 10 days. So it'll be out like next week or something. I don't know. It's my birthday month. Give me a break.